What up, everybody? It's Christina Seven. This is a bonus episode dedicated to my LGBTQ plus community. In honor of Pride Month, I sit down with a very special guest to talk about our coming out experiences, our sexuality, and everything in between. Enjoy this episode. Happy Pride Month. Welcome, everybody, to a special edition, a bonus episode of the Sparkle Podcast, also known as By the Slice. This is a very special episode celebrating Pride Month, and who better <laughs> than do it? Then with my beautiful, beautiful girlfriend, Nikia Jennings. <laughs> okay, so first of all, um, if you don't already know, if you haven't heard, I mentioned Kia's name on the podcast all the damn time, even though she doesn't listen. Don't do that to me. I'm doing it to you, and Come I did it to you, and everybody knows now you're a fake, you're a fake, and you're a fraud. But it's okay, because she's supportive other than that. So, um... Yeah, so I guess I'll just run down the background and then I'll ask you some questions. So I've been dating Kia for how long? It's been three years almost. Almost three years. October. Come on, no. Don't What's the exact like date? October 2nd, 2018. Okay. And yeah, I don't know what I identify as. We have that conversation all the time. We could talk about that later. But I guess I'm a lesbian today and for have been for three years. Because I'm with a woman. And you're a man. I don't know why you're making me nervous. And um, yeah. So we're going to talk about our coming out story. What it is to be gay or what the world thinks of gay. Just everything surrounding gay and our perspective on that. Happy Pride Month to everybody out there. To those of you that are still in the closet. Come out and live your best life. Trust me, it's a very good time. <laughs> And yeah, so first of all, where are you from? What's your name? How old? What's your size? <laughs> Don't start. Come on, we're trying to be, you know, professional. <laughs> so I'm Kia. Come on, I don't know where that Nikia came from, but What's it's your Kia. Name? It's fine. No, it's okay. But my name is Kia. I'm from Boston. You're from where? I'm trying not to use my accent, you know. You're from Dorchester. I am from Dorchester. <laughs> <laughs> and how old are you, Miss Kia? 27. You know, spring chicken. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're not a, you're 27 for real? Why do I feel like you was younger? Oh, yeah, yeah, because I'm going to be 30. Didn't you just say we were dating for almost three years and you're telling me you don't know how old I am? I lost track. I lose track of things. You know, I'm not going to remember. get it together. Okay, I'm going to get it together. <laughs> so, Kia. How long have you been out of the closet? <laughs> Your whole life? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> what age? I mean, like, I came out, like, I came out to my mom pretty much around, like, 12th grade. Oh, that's Coming not that. You made it seem like you was eight years old. No, but I mean, like, obviously at eight years old, you're not going to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm, well, nowadays, but back yeah. then, when I was eight, I don't think. You know, coming out at eight was a thing. Did you know? I mean, I knew I like kissing girls. That's it. I kiss yeah. girls. Yeah, but not. I was on my Katy Perry status, you know. I'm just kissing a little oh, girl. Let me, me find out you're a Potter. No, am I really? Yeah, you're all right. No, you're I'm like sweating. It's because you like it. the camera. That's no, why. I don't. <laughs> Stop lying. A little bit. <laughs> Annoying. <laughs> 
<laughs> but anyway, so you say you liked kissing girls. Did you think anything of that? You know what? I like kissing boys. <laughs> One step at a time. One step at a time. Talk about no, you say no, you no, were no, kissing kidding. girls. So at eight years old, you were outside kissing girls. I wouldn't necessarily say eight years old, but around that elementary age, mm-hmm. I would say I was kissing girls. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in school, you know, under tables or <laughs> in the bathroom. Oh you know, like we were doing some weird things. Yeah, Not nasty, wow, nasty, wow. but like we were, you know, experimenting. Mm-hmm. You're curious at that age. And I was not kissing anybody at eight. Well, well, yeah. I think I was kissing one person at eight. I was faithful always from the start. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so then at eight years old, you were kissing girls under the tables, acting up while in school. Can we not say eight? Because I don't, I wouldn't say it was necessarily eight. Okay, but you were young. Yeah, I was you young. remember being young. Yeah, I okay, was in but, elementary stages. So you were young kissing girls, but you didn't think anything of it. No, I what? just thought it was like fun. It was just like we kissed. It was like, and it was like, <laughs> you it know, wasn't like, uh, well, like not until we got a little bit older. Like you know, like when you're just kissing, mm-hmm. it's like, ooh, like what is the spicy thing we're doing that we're not supposed to be doing? Because you know, when you're in the movie theater, you see somebody kiss, you're like, ew. Oh. But then when you're, I never made out it, in the movie theater, so I wouldn't know. What? Um, like you didn't go to the movies with your mom when you were like eight? Yeah. Okay, okay, so I like, remember seeing. Anyways, this we're going on a tangent. No, we're not. We're we're talking. We're doing this. We're doing the right thing. You okay. know what I mean? So, like when we were kissing, it was like little ha ha ha. But then, like as you get older, you're like, oh, let me try this. I saw this on TV. Mm-hmm. I'm a. So where did you see girls kissing? <sighs> Are we really gonna go there? Because I was watching the porn channels. <laughs> 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 You're nasty. T- don't, don't act like you weren't. When that's nobody's business. Though. But don't act like you weren't. Cause you thought I was nasty. Okay. You was you was a little nasty too. So you mentioned you liked kissing boys too. Mm-hmm. Did you know then which one you liked more, or was no? It was just, just like me here. being a girl who knew. Don't say whore. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Like you knew you weren't supposed to be doing it. Like any of them, any girl of or boy. It. No, like if my mom um, knew I was kissing anybody, she would have knocked all my teeth down my throat. Well, these jingles. Sorry. <laughs> okay. That's interesting. But like, think about it. At like ten, were you supposed to be kissing boys? Mm, I mean, no. I mean, but I don't know because sex is so like. It's like a taboo thing. Yeah, it's taboo. Exactly. That's what I was gonna say. Sex and it's supposed a- to be like secret. But no, I was gonna say sex is so taboo. So you mm-hmm. think that kissing is bad, but is it bad? No, but then it's like because know. what it leads to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you know some people take it to another extreme. What you mean? So then, like, you have to. Are you really doing this to me? Me <laughs> like talk talk. Um, it's my job. You're good at it, right? You are. You should listen. <laughs> it's okay. Go ahead. No, what are you saying? I <laughs> are you nervous? I don't even know where to go next. Okay, so when did you think about your first romantic interaction? 
not necessarily intimate, not sex, okay. but just like someone you had a crush on. Was it mm-hmm. a girl or a boy? A boy. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. And when did you start dating a girl? Like, how long after? Like, start dating a girl? Yeah, yeah. And like, like after twelfth grade, like I was like in the midst of talking so to her during um senior year. Yeah, and then like. Once I graduated, because I felt like I had more freedom mm-hmm. after I graduated, little did I know that I had all the freedom that I could have asked for in high school. Oh, wow. Like with my mom, like if I knew that she was going to be this open with my sexuality, you I would have dated girls. Really? Yeah, I would have been dating So you girls. were fighting the feeling of wanting to date girls. Yeah. So how did you find out you liked girls in that way? Because I think every girl, like, crushes on girls, right? Like, yeah. I crush on... <laughs> Choose those ways. I know, like, that's why I stopped myself. Um, no, go ahead. No, no, like, you always amp up girls on Instagram. You tell them, yas, bitch, yas. And, like, wow, you look beautiful. You look mm-hmm. gorgeous, popping, wow, bling, blah. Mm-hmm. And, like, love and hip-hop comes on, and you're like, ooh, look at Rashida. She is so fine, Ain't nobody's right? doing like, oh, yeah. I think Rashida is beautiful. That's you. But um, yeah, I think there comes a moment where you're like, "Mm, I don't only think she's beautiful, but I kind of want to hit that. So what was that moment for you? That was a great (laughs) way that you put it. Um, I don't know. I think like it was all that high school period because I felt like I was finding myself and I was discovering who I was. Mm -hmm. So I felt like around that time when I was like holding girls hands to walk to class, even though like I knew I liked them, Mm -hmm. it wasn't, or you know what it was, it was, it was intentional. Like to hold a girl's hand and be like, well, I hope she kisses me when we're walking, even though we're quote unquote friends. You're finessing. Yeah. You know, you gotta do what you gotta do. You know, for you. I learned from these niggas. <laughs> I did not expect you to say that. Okay, so let so I'll tell my experience. Right? So my experience isn't that fun, but go ahead. My experience is a little darker. Everything is darker. If you watch or listen to us, you know that my life is dark. Or maybe I'm dramatic. I don't know. Either one. <laughs> so I I guess I came out with you for my relationship. Mm-hmm. And um, I always thought women were pretty. We talked about this mm-hmm. before. So I'm just going to reiterate things yeah, that we've ahead. talked about. Uh, the, my first woman crush was Jennifer Love Hewitt. And I was watching, I think it was Can't Hardly Wait mm-hmm. or I Know What You Did Last Summer, one of those two. And I just thought she was so pretty. I also had a crush on my kindergarten assistant teacher. Like recollecting back. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Miss, damn, what's her name? I love that you can think back that far. Yeah, because that's how much I liked her, that I still remember her. Miss Denise. She was so fly. I have a picture of her. Miss Denise, I hope you're listening. I hope so, too. (laughs) (laughs) And I had a crush on Selena. Like, I just had crushes on different women, but I'm also, like, I'm also, I also am infatuated over people. I'm obsessive. I admire deeply. You know that. So I was confused. I didn't know if I liked them like that. or So in my recent years as an adult, I started to feel feelings for someone in my life. So I was confused. I was like, well, you know, I never felt like this over a woman. So 
Like, I don't know if I should, I don't know if this is wrong, if this is a phase, but, you know, obviously I was privy to what gay is, why, what bisexual is, and all that stuff. So I wasn't, like, ignorant to the experience, but I never experienced that. So I, I was talking to a friend, and they were like, well, why don't you explore? And I was like, well, how? And they were like, you know, there's apps and stuff you can go through. Just swipe, see who you like, and see what happens. And there was someone before you who kind of confirmed that feeling for me that I liked women because she came at me and I came at her and whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And then I met you. And the first night we met, we there was a lot of chemistry. Are we gonna talk about how we met? Do you want to talk about it? Sure, and I we're doing this. We might as well do the whole thing. <laughs> this is not a Kia. In, okay, so I was on one of the apps, and come on, don't do the app like that. What app were you on? We don't. Why? They're not okay. Sponsoring fine, fine. Give them free promotion. They should. True success story. <laughs> they gotta give us exactly. some kind of money. But yeah, so I found Kia on an app. Or she found me. You hit yeah, me first, exactly. Right? I slid in your DMs. Oh my god! <laughs> We're gonna do. But who finessed right. who? I finessed you because you came to me. Anyways, <laughs> so Kia slid in my DMs, and it was just normal conversation. But I knew that the way that I felt was like I'm about to get shit popped. You know, like I. But you see, I wasn't even feeling like that. I just thought we were cool. We were like. Why were you on the app then? Okay, but not for sex. Like I wasn't talking about sex. You so would you? No, excuse you. You just said you were trying to get shit popping. I'm saying like I knew that I felt like I wanted to inter like have that intimacy with a woman. And okay, I was so that was your that. reason, but my reason was just to hang out. You know, like you didn't I have friends in real life. Oh my god. I mean, I had a little bit, but I'm like, hey, like, and then if, you know, after hanging out and doing whatever we did led to a sexual relationship, then it is what it is. I mean, for you us. You are out here feeling chilling. <laughs> I mean, for us, you know, things. We're different. We're a little bit different. A lot different. A lot we're together. Different. Okay. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> but I mean, like the first night that we met. I wasn't expecting that. Okay. But go ahead, finish the story now. So Kia said in my DMs and I was excited. I was nervous. I was like, you know, wow, I'm just, I'm about to, you know, talk to a woman for the first time on that level. I will know. This is the second, you're my second or third-ish, fourth-ish interaction. Interact. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Listen, we get Third? <laughs> No, come on. <laughs> no, tell me. Tell Dude. us. <laughs> tell the world. Stop. We'll talk about it after. It's not that what? serious. No, it is serious. Listen. This is part of the story. I'm trying to. I'm it's telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you the story. So, yeah. So, we talked for how long until we saw each other? We saw each other in July, right? Yeah, it is. About two, three weeks. Two, three weeks. That's it not felt bad. like forever. It felt like I've known you for a long time, yeah. right? So we clicked instantly. I think, I mean, more for me than for you, I'm extroverted. So I naturally click with people, and I'm just good with people. So 
when I clicked with you, I was excited and nervous, but at the same time, I was like, well, you know, this could have been anybody that mm-hmm. came in my DMs and I got along with. And from different no states. No. And from, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, I mean, well, then. I didn't think we were going to last, if we're going to be honest. That's true. But then Massachusetts seemed so long. Now I'm driving there all the damn time, hey. like it's in the backyard. <laughs> um. So, yeah, so we met up and we went out and we were on a date. Save the And I knew I... I already knew I liked women before I met you, mm-hmm. but I, I think I was in denial, so I needed moments of confirmation. I every think time. you were too. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I needed <clears throat> moments of confirmation every time. But when you came out and you walked to the car, <laughs> I was very. I was so goofy. I was blown away. I was uh, impressed. I was like, oh, wow! This, like everything in my head like made sense. Like fell into mm-hmm. place. I was like. This girl is beautiful, and I'm going out. So, um, yeah. So then we went out and come on, you talk about the fireworks, the sparks. (laughs) (laughs) We had our first kiss, and the sparks went off and haven't been not off in a long time, like since then. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was nice. But after that, things got complicated because I grew feelings for you, but I was coming out of a toxic relationship mm-hmm. and I have a daughter. So there was a lot of conversation of, are you sure you want to do this? Uh, a lot of, well, you live here. I live there. How are we mm-hmm. going to see each other? What are people going to say? What is my mom going to say? And if you watch the podcast, you know, I talk about my mom a lot, but she plays a major role in my life. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, so I hid you. Mm-hmm. And the first time you came to Providence, we went to the museum, right? Yes. Or did we go to Eagle that day? Um, It was within that same It was weekend. the same weekend. Mm-hmm. Ooh, look at that. That's a good-ass <laughs> date. So I went to Eagle for the first time in my life, which was, I was having anxiety about that, like, oh, my God. It's just so many people here. Like, what if somebody that I know sees me? And we ended up seeing DJ Ruckus. Shout out to Ruckus. And he was confused when he saw me. Do you remember his? Mm-hmm. He was like, "Like, what are you doing here? And we were holding hands and dancing the whole night. Like, we had a good time. So <clears throat> I was comfortable with you, but I don't think I was comfortable in that setting. But I don't want to keep talking what. What was your experience like when you first went to a gay club or when you first identified as um my first gay club was with you no <laughs> <For real? laughs> yeah that's crazy i mean it looks like walking you were out and people know, under the but... table coming and going outside and stop <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i know my first gay club was with you um and to be honest it didn't feel any different than being in any other club but you went to pride before that's kind of like the same thing but it's not in a club. You no, know? but you were celebrating your... Okay. All right. So I've been to Pride a couple of times. Like, it's a celebration. And what would you do at these festivals? Um, To be honest, like, you just see the different type of, like... People? Yeah, people. Different sexualities. You get to know more people. You know you're not alone. Mm. Um, You feel the sense of pride. Like... Pride. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> okay, so your first experience was with me, so yeah. I was uncomfortable. Oh, you know, okay, that's like, what you mean. Yeah. No, so I felt I didn't feel any different. Like literally, I felt like I belonged there just as I belong in any other club. Mm. Um, you know, everyone treated me as if we knew each other forever. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, like um, people would dance with each other. We danced with other people. Um, Did we? Not like the way we danced together. But no, I, mean, I just like, don't remember. I'm asking people for... would amp you up, like, hey, mm. you know. Oh and, yeah, yeah. It felt like a community. Definitely, there it's a lot different than how we feel like at a straight setting. Mm-hmm. But damn. and you don't feel like I don't know something about the atmosphere, like the vibe. Yeah, like you don't feel like you have to watch your back or oh, is this guy like checking at you know checking me out? Yeah, or, a lot of girls is say this they girl, feel safer. Like yeah, is this girl looking at my outfit? You don't feel like that. You feel like you can just walk in there and be you. And literally, that's mm-hmm. what people do. It was a good time, and it was different for me. I never, you know, I've heard myths and stories about that club because the mm-hmm. ego has been around for years. I mm-hmm. think like maybe twenty. That was my so. first time ever. Like experience and ego, so yeah. So well, you're welcome. (laughs) And then after that, the night after, you stayed here, and Mm -hmm. then we went to the museum, the RISD museum, which Mm -hmm. was my first time going since I was a kid. So I love that museum. It was good, especially the the African American Mm -hmm. that part. You don't know, like you know now that I'm a crybaby, but then. Like, I had goosebumps, for real. Like Did you it really? It was beautiful. Yeah, because they had the piece in the middle that had mm. all the victims of um, police, police shootings. Police brutality. Yeah, 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 it was crazy. Wow. And we were holding hands and being cute, but... I knew you were nervous about I holding was nervous. hands. I was nervous. Yeah. I was very nervous. I was like... Oh. In my head, I'm like... <laughs> like, to get over it. So talk about that. Talk about how you felt about me hiding you. Is what it was. What it I was. mean, in a way, I don't know if it was like embarrassment that I felt or shame. I don't know. I just felt like I don't know what the word is, but I felt like I was out of place with you. Mm. I felt like I was not really, yeah, like a gimmick, like a game. You thought it was a phase? Yeah. Really? Pretty much, yeah. When did you realize it wasn't a phase? Uh, my surgery. Oh. <laughs> Aw. Stop. Come on. What happened? What happened? No, I don't want to talk about it. Why? <laughs> Are you going to cry? <laughs> what happened with your surgery? No. What kind of surgery did you get? Tell us. It was on my feet. No, well, let's your not foot. talk about it. My foot. One foot. You had surgery and you were in bed for a uh-huh. long time. Yes. And what and happened? And you came pretty much every day. I was there for the surgery. Yes, you were there for the surgery. You took me to the surgery. Did you had you a car come? already? Weren't you there? Yeah, I was there. But how did I take you? You know, I was high. Probably on Uber. <laughs> <laughs> we were, we both were on different drugs. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, you were there literally through the whole thing. When I opened my eyes, both times, both of the surgeries, you were there. Um, you know, you made sure I had my medicine. Um, you took me shopping. I will never forget that Target trip oh with Liv. Yes. You know, that was. A great time. Shout out to Liv who supports oh, our relationship. Yeah. But um 
Yeah, I think that was the time. Okay, but what about it? Like, how did you know? Like, well, I could have still been a phase and could have just been me caring for you. That's also true. I don't know. I just felt like it was genuine. Like, you didn't feel aggravated anytime I asked you to do something. When I told you I was in pain, you would come straight from Emma's school to to my house with her or without her. You made sure you were there. You stopped whatever you were doing to come to me That's after right. the podcast. You would be there. No matter what, you were there. Oh. Sounds like wifey material. Yeah, no, you make sure my medicines are straight. You clean the room. You know, my house. Like, who does that? Like, you clean my house. Um, Just a lot of things that I didn't expect you to do or even asked you to do, and you did it. My own family members weren't there, you know, and you came. And I only known you for what? About a year. Not no, even right, no. Right. It was less. It was twenty nineteen. That was like so from July to that was in February, like around your birthday. No, it was January. Oh, okay, and then you took you were embarrassed to go out with me on my birthday on crutches. That's <laughs> that true. was a good time. And it was snowing. It was, it was snowing. cold as hell. Unfortunately, you're a winter baby. Yeah, but I guess for me, when I felt, um, when we had sex, like if we're gonna be honest, but that was the first night. You didn't have to say that. We're going to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if you don't care, I don't care, I guess. Um, No, yeah, like, because I talk about this with my cousin Jamie all the time. I'm like, yo, like, I don't know why I would talk about this, why, like, the conversation would come up. But I'll be like, you know how I know I'm not gay is because I would never eat the box. Like, I would always say that. I would never mm. go down a girl, ew, hip. Like, I'll probably kiss her or let her eat me out, but I would never eat her out. Mm-hmm. And I've always said that. Like, to me, that was, like, the the telling point of you being, hold on, let me finish <laughs> before you get crazy. <laughs> and um, you made me lose my chain of thought. What were you going to say? No, I was going to say what was different about me because you definitely you were hot. <laughs> Okay, but there's like harder girls than me, so yeah. But I didn't, I, I never got the moment, the time, you know. Like I never was alone by myself for with any girl that I was interested in, or at least the interest was mutual. Mm -hmm. We'll say that, (laughs) and so. Yeah, so I just, like, I don't know. I was just attracted to you in a way that I'm attracted to a guy or was attracted to a guy. I don't think I'm attracted to men Why anymore. Not? I don't know. So I contemplate a lot if it's, like, do I hate men because of my a relationship with Emma's dad or am I sick of them? Like, I don't know. Like, they're like just so... Shit. Yeah, like, I always say, like, I just feel like they're so dumb. Like, But you know what? Women have their issues, too. That's true, but I also haven't really gotten to experience that as much. You're basically like my first love. Okay, but you, you like I give you headaches. Yeah, but I love okay. it. <laughs> like it's a different type of headache. It's not like it's not like you're outside acting a fool. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's, you're getting on my nerves because you want to go to the mall or like just dumb stuff, like regular wife shit. Like today, even though we didn't go to the mall. But anyway, exactly. So. <laughs> So I don't know. I don't know if I'm attracted to men anymore. I haven't been attracted to a man in a long time. But I think it also is because I'm in a relationship with you. So right now my vision is women. But you can have two paths. 
Like, do you like feel that way? And you can like women. I mean, there's sometimes where I'm like, oh, I still like guys, but what makes you feel that way, Kia? Because that's my sexuality. No, but I'm saying, like, what happens when you see a guy? You be like, wow, he's fine. Yeah, the same way you feel about women when you they like, wear wow, I wanna dresses with it's... jiggly asses, you know, walking down the street. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's not the only. You make it seem like I'm only going for physical. Is there something you want to say? No, go on. Okay. I'm going to behave myself. But, um, no, yeah, I have not been attracted to a guy in a long time. I, I see guys, and I'm like, wow, he's cute. Or I mean, I think that? both genders have, you know, great qualities. Qualities. So what is it about a woman that you like? I mean, well, first of all, I love the eyes. <laughs> Like we're not talking about, about me. We're I know when I was talking about you, but that's the perfect ex- example. Like when I first met you, like your eyes were like glistening, and I'm like, God, like what is going on? These pools of honey, you know what I mean? And then um, you're the first person who sweats my eyes. I don't know why people don't sweat the eyes. I don't know either. So, <laughs> go on. <laughs> um, but no, I love personality, and I feel like. Women, obviously, we can relate more to each other. And then our feelings, when we both have feelings, even though I might be upset with you in the moment, I really think about what's going on. Because if I felt the way that you felt about a certain situation, then I know I would be probably feeling the same way as you. For guys, they're so rough and they're like, get over it. Or Every know, guy you've dealt with has pretty been much, like Yeah, that. like rough, yeah. So it's I'm not like, a stereotype? Guys. Ugh. I know a sensitive guy. His name is Ruben. Don't talk about Ruben like he's not. <laughs> oh, I'm, come well, on. no, he's not here. But don't talk I about Ruben. You already I'm know sorry, how I feel Ruben. about Ruben. Yeah. But, um, no, yeah, that's interesting that you say that. But I don't know too many sensitive guys. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. I don't think I've experienced the same. And no. I think that's why I they their bad qualities have rubbed off on me. Cause they ain't mm, let's talk about that. We don't have to. Oh, okay. But um, when the mic's going off, we'll talk about it. <laughs> We don't have to. We'll do part two. (laughs) No, we don't have to do that. But would you date a guy again? I would. Okay. I. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's my sexuality. I'm not just a, I mean, you know this, though. I'm not just a lesbian. Oh, well, you're not a lesbian Mm. at all then. So what are you? What do I what to do be honest? I don't even know how I like identify. I struggle with that, okay. and a lot of people don't know that. But like, why? What, why? What, what about it? What about it? Do you struggle? I oh. feel like I okay. So I like women. Mm-hmm. I like men. Women. But the e. I said women. Okay, it's my accent. Mm-hmm. The Bostonian thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> Go on. Um. I feel like I can date trans people. Okay. Um, but then it was like, then I thought about like, even after we Googled those images, that's the thing. But then, cause <laughs> then I thought about like that's men it. becoming women mm. and I'm like, I don't know if I would date a man that becomes a woman. Cause it's not the same, but I mean, even, even for a, a woman to become a man, but then I was like, yeah, I think it would be easier that way for me personally. What would be easier? Oh, my God. I knew you were going to do that. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> like, you think it would be easier for you to date, like, a stud or a transgender? Yeah. Because it's more manly. 
Mm, not more mm. so because it's manly, but I don't. I don't know. I just feel like you like masculine energy better. I think so. Okay, and not more so because of the dick. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, are we gonna be honest? Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Not Work so more so because of this because I love pussy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love vagina. I mean, like this. <laughs> uh, I am slowly I ready, but finish. It's uncut and raw and transparent. Here we are. It is. Come on. Mm-hmm. This is us. Mm-hmm. When we get another interview like this, everything's supposed to go pew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> quiet. Those horns are coming out of nowhere, but it's fine. So, yeah. So, talk about. So you say you like masculine. So I don't know because I I like masculine energy, but then I like the feminine energy. I love to be cuddled. I love to be like yeah, but no, 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 no. Because masculine energy would be like someone who's the stereotype man, like more oh, aggressive. No, I don't want that. More, Not all the time. But you're saying you like to be cuddled. That doesn't mean that the person's masculine because masculine men cuddle too. Sometimes. Wow. I'm so sorry that you had to go through that. You're the most touchy person that I've Yo, ever stop met. talking about me and spreading secrets. <laughs> like, don't you're do that. You're like so cuddly. Uh, you're like, man. Baby. You're doing this on purpose. Man. This is crazy. <laughs> this is getting cut. But that's interesting that you talk about the masculine energy. So then I'm wondering... Because I think when people think about <clears throat> gay people, lesbian, bisexual, whatever, LGBTQ, mm-hmm. they associate like lesbians like female energy, like female with female, or men like men energy. But we've seen that in multiple forms. Like you see men who like ma- masculine men with masculine men, or feminine men with more masculine men, or vice mm-hmm. versa, what, mm-hmm. whatever. But it's interesting that you're talking about energy because you also mentioned personality, that you go for personality. So you just like people. I do, and that's why I struggle with my sexuality. Dude. That is your sexuality. There's pansexual. Right. There is pansexual, but then I struggle with the definition of pansexual. Don't ask me to quote it because I can't quote it if you word for word. But the pansexual is someone who is open who, pretty much to, to any sexual any, preference. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because so. I've talked to like transsexual people, but I've mm. never like Jules pr- pretty much. Yeah. But I never like pursued a relationship with them. I'm glad that you went there. So we're in a relationship now. Mm-hmm. What does your mom say about you dating women? <laughs> that crazy lady. <laughs> Not crazy. She's like um, she doesn't say anything about it. She asked me if, you know, I'm sure this is what I want. As long as you're good to me and I'm good to you, I feel like she's okay. Like, I feel like she took you, not in the beginning, but she did take you with open arms probably like two, three weeks after. And I think the only reason why she had her issue with it in the beginning was because we're from two different states. I have 
told her I found you online, and she's like, online? Like, <laughs> who do you mean? She's also from a different era. Exactly. And um, she's like, you know, you don't know her. What if she kidnapped That's you? Fair. And, you know, like, she went down I should have kidnapped you. You could have, the way, you know, we did things. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think the more I talked about you and... I brought you around to my brothers and my siblings also opened it up a little bit to her like oh you know I talked to Christina she seems cool I think that also helped my mom understand like oh okay she's not this scary online mm-hmm. fake person, person. Fish, uh, catfish catfish yeah like she's not some catfish and I think that's what my mom was worried about because I'm the way I told her was like mom I'm going on a train to Providence and she's like <laughs> Yeah what? <laughs> yeah where? <laughs> Going with who? And I didn't really that, have. Did a, she know about this place before? No, she never heard of it. What Providence? You mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, she, well, she's a well-traveled yeah, person. Okay. Yeah, That's of different. course. But I mean, it was. I'm only asking fact. that because a lot of people we talk about that all the time. Like people, when you say Providence, Rhode Island, they say Long Island. <laughs> but go ahead. No, she definitely knows what Providence is. But um, I just think it was the fact that I found you online and. Did we video chat? I don't think we ever video. Mm, not until I think not until we were together. Yeah, and that was probably another thing. And she didn't believe it until I sent her a screenshot of my train ticket. <laughs> I think you were gonna say of our video chat. I'm like, what? That's crazy. <laughs> no, our train ticket. And it was actually my sister who like calmed her down mm. to be like, you know, Kia's grown. <clears throat> if Kia, you know, knows right from wrong, and we just hope the best for her. And here we are today. And my mom actually, you know, accepts you. She yeah, loves you. Get along she calls you baby. You know, she asks how you're doing. Honey. Okay. Yeah, she loves Emma. Yeah. Yeah. I love so. your mom. I think we have a good relationship. I mean, I think like any relationship, I think it's also important to highlight like just because we're in a lesbian relationship, it doesn't like our relationship is not di- more different than mm-hmm a male and female relationship like our relationship is still very just like it's just general love mm-hmm. like it's not extra special it's i mean well our love is special yeah no <clears throat> but it's not special because we're lesbian in a lesbian no, relationship yeah. or it's not lovey-dovey all the time like i mm-hmm. feel like there's a lot of stereotypes with gay couples and people think it's like candy canes and Rainbows and rain. (laughs) Well, it is rainbows. So I think it's important to talk about the dynamic of the relationship. Like Mm -hmm. for me, for dating you and getting to know your mom is intimidating because that puts a lot of weight on the relationship. Now that kind of puts pressure on me as a person. Okay, I can't really. Not that I'm like gonna like do anything crazy, but. I have to respect you more because mm-hmm. I know that there's someone there that cares about you and that's kind of like yeah she's not yeah. militant but she's I'm militant but she's she has guidelines yes. and standards yes high for both genders for everybody yeah. in the world yeah like she's just that type of person so I kind of feel and it comes from a good place of course yeah but I always feel more like the man in the relationship right traditionally yeah. stereotypically because now I'm like teetering around like she was like you know you can call me ma and I was like ma like to me that's a big step that means okay we're gonna be together forever mm-hmm. or for a long time 
And not to say that I'm afraid of, I'm, I have been afraid of commitment. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. But, um, yeah, no, so it's just interesting about the dynamic, about how it is with my mom and your mom. Because with my mom, it was the opposite. It wasn't very pleasant. I don't even remember the first time my mom found out. Your sister. My sister told her? I believe so. I don't know, but I remember the first time you came to my house, you came upstairs and I introduced you as my friend. Mm-hmm. But I think we were friends at that time, technically. We were still friends. We weren't official. No, yeah. And my sister and my nephew were in the living room, and she was just being herself. She's very friendly, very open, and welcoming to people. So you guys hit it off right away. Mm -hmm. But she didn't know then Mm -mm. what it was. And we also didn't have that energy. Yeah, like not in front of people. Not in front of people, yeah, Yeah. because now we do. And I was also nervous about bringing you around Emma. And what that would feel like, what that would look like, especially her seeing, like, once upon a time, she saw her parents together. Mm-hmm. And remember, for a long time, she kept saying, that's not your babe, that's, mm-hmm. um, uh, daddy's your babe. And I was like, girl, no, this is me. <laughs> so it was, it was weird for me. It was different. I was after an adult, like, I was already 27, 28. Yeah. No, 27, 27, yeah. 26. And... I dated men my whole life. Mm -hmm. But when I first told my brother that I had my first boyfriend, who was Emma's dad, he was like, for real, you got a boyfriend? He was on the phone and he was like, yeah, you know, like we're dating, whatever. Like This was like when we really became serious. And he was like, wow, that's crazy. I thought you were a lesbian. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, well, and so I'll, try to shorten this I'm not to be too uh winded because I want to go back to your childhood too but when I was younger I was always a tomboy and I like to wear baggy clothes bag I don't know what it was but I just felt most comfortable in big stuff and I wore big t-shirts I didn't really wear hats as much as I do now but I did wear hats and my cousins used to make fun of me so I felt less feminine. I felt like being a woman was supposed to look a type of way. Mm-hmm. But also, I didn't look like the rest of the women in my family. The rest of the women in my family are thick. They got big booties and, you know, very well-developed, meaty women. And my cousins in my age level were the same. They were developing, and I wasn't. I was kind of, like, still very, like, a little boy. So I felt insecure about my sexuality for a long time. <clears throat> and I was like, well, you know, if the way I dress is connected to being a boy, then I don't want to dress like that anymore. Mm. So I started dressing tighter, and I felt comfortable. I felt fine, and eventually it just became nature to me. And I started dating guys and lost my virginity with a guy, and blah, 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 blah. But recently with you, I have fallen into the more tomboy category, I guess you would say. Now I, I'm back to that. Yeah, because you talk about wearing dresses and you never put one on. I've I I'm never like, had. Where's the dress? I didn't have an occasion <laughs> to wear one. There's nothing going on. Yeah, but we go out on dates and you're like. Do you dress. wear a dress on dates? Sometimes. When? Once in a while. Like if it's like a birthday or. When? My birthday. Okay, that's different. <laughs> <laughs> that's different. But talk about what kind of girl you were when you were younger. 
um, I was girly, but honestly, I didn't have like much of a choice of what I wanted to wear. Um, because your mom did everything. Yeah, like she would, as in like the mall, like choices. Mm. So like when we would go into stores, we would always go to the dresses or you know the cute like rainbow shirts and sparkly clothes. Mm -hmm. So, um. That's what I had to wear. Of course, I could pick that out when it got into the drawers, but I didn't really have a choice, so I was always girly. And I didn't feel any, like, way about it. I didn't mind it, but when I was able to wear sweatpants or um, too, like, yeah, but your sweatpants are still tight. Not when I was younger. Okay. We're talking about my childhood, right? Yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah. Come on, dogs. Don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, like, I was always pretty much girly, unless it was a sweatpants type of day or a long t-shirt. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know, the little girl kitten heels mm-hmm. when you go to church or something. That's what it was. I'm just trying to think about the pattern. Like, when people think about lesbians, what do they think about? I think people think about either, like, they're really feminine or, like, stud. And mm. I find myself, like, in the middle, would you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah you're pretty much a teeter totter. Oh, like this is my, but I think I just feed off of your energy. Your energy is very submissive and soft. And wow, you think I'm submissive? That's not a bad thing. I submit to you too. I don't. Sometimes. Most times, we don't have to do this on camera. <laughs> uh, what was I saying? Yeah. So, like, people think like, well, no. What I was going to say is the reason why I feel like that is because that's the energy that I feel like I have to reciprocate to you because mm. of the way you are. But why? How do you know that I don't want, like, the feminine aspect? I don't... Just because the way you receive it. In the I don't know. Like, I don't know. I just... I think I don't know how to... I think I tapped out of my femininity a mm. long time ago. Maybe it was a defense mechanism. I don't know. Uh, but also, like, my mom is not the girliest of girls. Like, my mom likes to dress up. My mom wears heels. I think she wore heels most of her adult life. And she goes out and she likes to be pretty and sexy. And like, I think I could say that about my mom. Yeah, like, my mom is very... I'm bossy. Like, that's her That's her energy. But also, my mom had was a single mom. Mm-hmm. So I saw her with the jeans and the sneakers going to work and working hard and grind. Well, she worked at a salon, too, so that's not very masculine. But, like, mm-hmm. she took care of us. and She was, she was comfortable. She was comfortable, yeah. Mm-hmm. She took care of us, and she was generous. She took care of bills. She took care of people. She took care of my stepfather. So I just always saw her do what you would assume the man was supposed to do, mm-hmm. provide and like be protective and also my mom is a rough head too like you know my mom is loud and well you haven't really seen her in that light but my mom is her presence is very big very Mm -hmm. large very alpha like so I think I picked that up from her and I'm able to use those uh characteristics or qualities with you because it just falls with you like you're very like helpless like a damsel in distress (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and not Meg from Hercules. I have a headache. Babe, I have cramps. So what am I supposed to do? Oh, babe. Like, it just doesn't. Yeah, like, you're supposed no. to. Just be like, oh, come here, girl. <laughs> See, you love it. <laughs> if you just fall right into pocket. But 
going back to the experience with my mom, so I hit it, and my mom didn't know. But when my mom knew, she was upset, and she didn't talk to me for weeks. And we live in a four by four. My house is so damn small, so it's kind of hard to ignore people. But she ignored the shit out of me, and I, I don't, I don't blame her for it because I know she doesn't understand it, and I, I couldn't imagine what it would be like if my kid went against what I thought was normal mm-hmm. because she comes from that world, the old fashioned way of thinking. But also I've my mom has gay friends. So I didn't understand. It was mm-hmm. it was conflicting. Like, yo, what's good with her? Mm-hmm. And when I brought you to the uh was it before Emma's birthday that I brought you to the Spark Up? Mm-hmm. Did I tell my mom that day or was it at the Spark Up? Thing. I don't even remember. I think it I was. Think it was so I brought you around. I kept bringing you around as a friend. But mm-hmm. I think all my friends knew already. Almost. I, okay. Almost. <laughs> so I I think Ruben was the first person I told. Yeah. He wasn't surprised because he just don't care about nothing. <laughs> He's like, cool. So when am I going to meet her? Yeah, you and he, he like, met you in probably one of the worst conditions because... My mom's car got stuck in Boston, remember? <laughs> and it was raining hard. And I think that's when people started to speculate. It's like, why is Christina always like, where does she go? Mm-hmm. Where does she go? Who are you going? Like, I remember my friend Regina was like, oh, you're going to Boston? Like, what are you doing in Boston? And I'm like, that's none of your business. Mm-hmm. She thought I was messing with a guy. Mm-hmm. And I was embarrassed to say like no like, I thought I was gonna lose my friends like I thought my family was gonna disown me so mm-hmm. I didn't want to tell anybody I remember and uh, when <laughs> I brought you to Emma's birthday you came along with more girls and that made me feel comfortable because I was like okay now it just looks like a gang of girls but, but I, I think, think they knew well I, your friends knew. yeah yeah by that time all my friends everybody but my family knew at that point Jillian I think some family members knew Yeah Jillian, Jillian knew Obviously yeah. Sean knew mm-hmm. And you know My closest It was just the older Your older family just, members Yeah just my older family members Did not know And Then after that A month after that Spark Up had their Season premiere At our new studio So it was a big celebration mm-hmm. So you came Shaw came mm-hmm. Roderick um, And my mom came And it was so awkward and it I was very awkward that I did it that way but I felt like to me at that time it just felt like the easiest way to go mm-hmm. to try to turn it into a joking moment but it just made things worse I feel like so we were all in the common area and my mom was saying something she was talking she was actually really nice to you that day she was talking like regular I think because she was just comfortable with knowing you were my friend mm-hmm. and I was like I forgot how I said it, but I was like, Ma, I think Kia's mad because she wants me to tell you that you're my girl, that she's my girlfriend. I didn't know that. You said that? <laughs> yeah, I said something like that. And mm-hmm. she was like, okay. And I was like, yeah. And then I just walked away and just left it at that. I was also drinking. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I wasn't thinking. Wow, this is news to me. But I don't know. My mom is just not, is my our moms are like almost opposite. They are. So 
when it came to talking when it comes to talking to your mom or if i had to have the conversation with your mom i would be more comfortable in doing so but because my mom and me don't have that relationship mm-hmm. i felt like okay it's now or never also you were pressuring me i was because i felt like i you know how was i your girlfriend and you still had me in the dark you know but everybody knew but my mom yeah but she was pretty much the biggest impact and then still for the biggest impact to be like mm, you know it's, it's kind of hurtful yeah you know so i feel like you know for my mom to like kind of embrace me yes and and cheer us on down the road you know like it kind of hurt me that mm-hmm. i mean even though i love the fact that my mom was doing it but i wanted it from both parties and to not have it from yours is kind of like, damn, like, is this maybe something that I should be doing? Because I don't want to disrespect your mom, you know? Because mm-hmm. your mom is pretty much number one at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It, was just, it still is. It's hard. Yeah, it's, it's different. I think mm-hmm. she's warming up. I think she's trying as much as she knows how. The other day, last week, well, two weeks ago when you were here, she said hi to you. It was very, like, whatever but i think she's like nervous about it i think she doesn't know how to go about that she's no and that's fine like you know and that's why um you know i'm not gonna be i don't know like weird about it yeah Yeah, disrespectful because like you said she is from a different time she you know she's an older woman and you know i just hope one day i mean not one day too late because you know then one day i'll just be over it yeah you know i think my mom's biggest worry was emma mm-hmm. at the end of the day you mm-hmm. know we had a situation where mine too yeah mm-hmm. and it was confusing for her at first you know mm-hmm. she used to cry and she used to be like she used to act out mm-hmm. and i brought her around maybe too soon who knows who's who's to judge right like how do you time that like for me there was no timing for that because I already knew what it was I'm like I love this girl like so I have to tell people mm-hmm. because that is the only way that I can submerge you into my life is if mm-hmm. people know who you are and your position in my life so I had to tell my kid like what mm-hmm. was I gonna do I couldn't fake it for too long mm-hmm. and then we also we also talked about like the PDA like kissing in front of her hugging in front of her, holding hands in front of her because of what it would do to her mental. But, you know, Emma and I had have had the conversation like mommy's different. People love different ways. Mm-hmm. Some, there's men and women, but mommy likes women. And I think she gets it now. Um, I don't know, but I think that was my mom's biggest concern. Like, oh, you think like this is a good look for Emma. Like She would always say that. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, mm-hmm. I think this is healthier than her seeing her father and me together because that was toxic as hell. Mm-hmm. Like, just imagine the, the trauma mm-hmm. she would be going through if we were still together. Like, mm-hmm. she would be damaged forever. <clears throat> so, I think I'm doing something good and showing her, like, be who you are shamelessly no matter what anybody says but also we have a healthy relationship and she sees love and she sees that this is how you care for somebody else 
she even she's seen the surgery she's been there too you know she's always been there with the little cock blocker but (laughs) (laughs) but i think it's important as long as your kid sees a healthy relationship Mm -hmm. i don't think it'll damage her she'll just know like okay my mom dates women and she probably won't be the only one by the time she gets older somebody in her class will be doing the same or a guy and guy Mm -hmm. so we live in different times Speaking of kids, a lot of people, a lot of people question uh, same-sex marriage with kids. Mm. But before we get into the kid thing, because I want to end off with that. Did you ever picture yourself marrying a woman? Not that we're getting married. Don't get crazy, people. We are. (laughs) And you want to have a bouncy house. Like, you want to have the gayest wedding. House. I want the kids there till one o'clock a.m. <laughs> yes. You're bugging. I need everybody there to embrace it. I want the people we haven't spoke to in like ten years. Why? To be Fuck there. those people. No, I need everybody to witness. No, this. I no. need all the witnesses. You know how they said one witness? <laughs> no, I need all. It's two. Oh, it's two? Yeah. And you get married, like, at the state house? At the court? Yeah. yeah, it's two people. Oh, I thought it was just one. No, it's two. Mm. But it's okay. fine. It's okay. Well, like I said, I want all the people there. Mm-hmm. But, um, to be honest, I do. Like, I, when, wait, you said when did I, like, when did I? Yeah, I think that's what I asked. I don't remember. I don't remember either. Did you ever picture yourself marrying a woman? I'm not. Everything's going going in this <laughs> raw and uncut. Did you ever picture yourself marrying a woman? Yes. Hmm. Only because I think I never was weirded out about like gay marriage or same sex couples. It's just it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Like love is love, and I feel like we were kind of brought up like that too. Even though. Like, you know, everybody, I believe everybody has a family member or two who, you know, make smart comments about same sex, you know, couples or whatever. But in my family, I do have some gay family members. And I think that um, to see it um, or to see others grow up with another or like the same gender kind of, I don't want to say inspired me, but... I was okay, yeah. yeah. I knew it was okay, and nothing about it was wrong. Not inspired, influenced. Influenced, yeah. So nothing about it was wrong. And, you know, like, I'm not going to lie. I think my mom would make little comments about family members, but there was stuff that she wasn't okay with back then. But I think as it went on for her to bring us around or to Providence, um, to see like gay flags or to other cities and see same sex couples, you know, helped. So I think I was Yo, like, we oh, have I can. such an like a polar opposite experiences in everything because I have a, uh, there's a gay person in my family mm-hmm. too. I don't, I'm not going to disclose who it is because it's their business, mm-hmm. but they had a very bad time. Mm-hmm. I think still to this day, you know what I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, I just saw how the person struggled 
mm-hmm. and struggles still with being themselves and what the family will think and what their parents will think mm-hmm. and what the Bible thinks mm-hmm. because that's a deep conversation about mm-hmm. religion and you know recently I have been going through my own spiritual journey so it gets confusing mm-hmm. like this is not what God intended. God intended for man and woman to be mm-hmm. together. And then to get married under a church yeah. is like you're sinning inside of the church. Yeah, what it's it like, feels yeah, like. You're stepping through flames yeah. when you walk in the church. Exactly. But no, I don't don't get me wrong. They were definitely struggles with seeing family members within the same sex. Like uh, how old were you when you first like realized that that was going on? Mm. I would say probably like 14, 15. I had a cousin who was a lesbian. And I remember her mom was just in denial mm. about it. And she was like, no, that's just her best friend. They're best friends. They're best friends. Ooh, they're real. Yeah. They're and, friends. you know, like me and my brothers and my sister, you know, we weren't, it wasn't oblivious. It wasn't, it's not like we didn't know what was going on. We're like, oh, no, they're too close for best friends. Like they're holding hands all the time. Oh, they're wow. always at every function they're they're on every family trip with us i'm like this is not just her best friend you know and around that time that's when the gay rights was becoming like really serious Mm -hmm. so it was something that was starting to be talked about and i think my mom you know spilling family secrets not spilling them but i know yeah yeah was People like talk. you know um so and so was actually a lesbian and was hiding this person and so and so and you were like i knew yeah we're like okay okay well when is when are they coming back to our house you know like it wasn't anything that we were like ew or mm. something like oh well we can't talk to them anymore because they're gay mm-hmm. um even with cousins that are our age now or a little bit younger who still are in the closet you know like we know we know by the way that they might carry themselves or talk about different genders um yeah let me stop talking because i'm gonna get too deep (laughs) (laughs) i was just gonna but i think i think it's interesting to hear like that thought like how Mm -hmm. kids receive it better than adults do Mm -hmm. but because adults have already been brainwashed by society Mm -hmm. and what people will say yeah so i can only imagine how my aunts and uncles took my cousins being gay or whatever cousin was gay or lesbian um so their reactions versus ours was totally different you know they would be talking around the tables or at barbecues like oh so-and-so is you know probably doing this and that with this mm-hmm. woman or that man and then Why here we are people- embracing it we're loving it we're like yes girl like tell me about it we want to know all the tea i bet yes <laughs> yes why do you think people are so afraid of gay relationships or lgbtq relationships i don't know i really don't know and i wish i knew it's like white people being afraid of black people oof. for no reason. That's a whole oof. I know. Yeah, because we're gay and we're women of color. Mm-hmm. Like, this is like so much. It's too much for them. I don't know. That's it's crazy. Too much. We're like at the bottom of the totem pole. Mm-hmm. I think that people also over-sexualize gayness. Mm. Like, I think a lot of guys, when they see us, it's either like... Yeah. Or it's ooh like ooh, like I want to see that happen. I want to see that go down. Oh or you always God. hear guys talk about threesomes or mm-hmm. go on porn and watch lesbian porn. 
And I'm like, it's not even like what you think it is. It's regular sex. Like I said earlier, it's regular love. I mean, it's not regular. What is regular sex? Oh, right? Oh, it could be anything. Mm-hmm. So I just think it's interesting how people look at gay people. Like, why? They're just normal people. I also I think, think it's they be- look at it because it's something that people will say that we're not supposed to do. Like, but remember when I explained to you about, like, when you're little and you kiss, like, ooh, you're not supposed to do it. It's mm-hmm. like a rush. It's like a thrill. It's like, yeah, it's a thrill. It's like you get the mm. sparks in your okay. body. and you're like, Spark. Mm. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, it's just, it's taboo. Like we said in the beginning, it's taboo. It's something that you're not supposed to do. Just like the Bible. You brought up the Bible. I think that's the main part. I think that's where it comes from. I think that's the foundation. And I was talking to a pastor. Mm-hmm. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah. And I love how you say that every time. Because <laughs> I don't want to say too much. No, I got you. I got you. And we were talking about, like, raising kids. And he was telling me, oh, you know, I wish I raised my daughter more to be a wife. Mm. And I was like, what? He was like, yeah, you know, I just wish I prepared her to be a wife, teach her how to do this, teach her how to do that. And I'm like, yeah, but why don't you teach the guy that too? He was like, yeah, but the guy is going to find the woman to do that for him. And he was talking about like cooking, cleaning, mm-hmm. taking care of kids, like traditional. And I was wondering the same thing. And I was like, but why? But why can't the man pick up some dishes and wash them? That's what I'm saying. Why can't I take the trash out when I eat? Yeah. And I'm, I, wondering though, I'm not going to take the trash out, but... <laughs> And I'm wondering <laughs> if we feel like that because we are part of the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. Like, do we just think freely and open because we're already free, open people? Yeah, but were you raised with gender roles? Yeah. My brother took out the garbage in the house. My brother mm-hmm. still is the one who takes out the garbage in the mm-hmm. house, despite of who took it out before he came back home. Mm-hmm. But Oh, with, wow. See, with, I wasn't. If my brothers are at home, I, you know, or like if they didn't come back in time, I would have to take the trash out. No, I mean, like when he wasn't around, women were taking out the garbage. Right. But okay. now that he's here, he's kind of like, I got that. Like, oh. that's his job. Mm-hmm. Nobody touches the garbage if he does, like, if, even if he doesn't take it out, mm-hmm. we just don't take it out. There's been times, obviously, where, okay, that's too much. But, um, <laughs> we can cut that. <laughs> we'll just cut some doesn't money. matter it's fine we'll cut a little bit but when my stepfather lived with us he taught us both my stepbrother and I to both do dishes we both clean mm, the house yeah, we like that. both take out the trash mm. but he also allowed him to be more independent mm. like he was more on top of me like we talked more, we had more like one on ones. Mm-hmm. He was telling me how to how I had to sit, how I had to speak. I'm not supposed to burp. Girls don't fart. Girls don't take shits. Like he taught us to be the same in the sense of taking care of yourself and taking care of the house mm-hmm. because to him those jobs were what you're supposed to do to help your mother. Mm. But when it came to how to be, mm-hmm. it was very much, this is how men act and this is how women act. So it was, there weren't gender roles in my house. And then my mom was the breadwinner. My mm. mom took care, you know, it was different. But everywhere else, I seen gender roles. Mm-hmm. The guy is the protector. The guy is the provider. You know, you hear that all the time. And even the difference in like Mother's Day and Father's Day. 
right? Men, mother get more, the moms get more love, dads get less, or moms are expected to stay, dads are not. Like, mm. there's always a gender role for different situations. Mm-hmm. But speaking of mom and dad, would you, I already know the answer, but would you have a baby in the same sex relationship? Yes. and we always talk about how i would have shot up the club a long time ago like that would have i like probably the first night oh my god that is horrible lock you in forever but what do you think your mom would say about that about us having a baby i think in the beginning she'd be like girl what are you doing but then I think she would just love this baby. I think she would just forget about us and go straight for the baby. But she wants grandkids. Believe it or not. Not, <laughs> wants not Kia being the first one to give her grandkids. <laughs> That's with the a other woman. thing. Me being the first one, yeah, she would, I think she would be like, oh, no. You know? Like, Especially oh, no, because what? I was, you know, that, that kid that gave her the most problems mm-hmm. when we were little. <laughs> So to turn around and give her a little me, he's like, girl. Yeah, that's crazy. But um, no, I think she would be okay. How do you feel about it? Two moms in the home. Um, I don't think it would be any different than a dad in the home. Why? <laughs> what? Don't be so serious. I don't think it would be any different because uh, when you love a child, you just love that child. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like as long as the child is getting um, all its needs met, the nurturing skills. Oh, God. The, come on, get her teacher <laughs> back. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Miss Kia. Stop. But no, I'm being serious, though. But those are the mm-hmm. things that a baby needs. And I feel like as long as you're like doing those things to where the baby is succeeding and it's fine then why not two moms i mean whether it's one mom two moms a dad two dads one dad it's okay how do you feel about people saying like especially with boys Mm. that like let's say we had a son Mm. right and people always say especially black young men we see this in our community Mm -hmm. all the time where if there was no dad in the house they don't know how to be men, it feels like. Mm. So our son wouldn't have a dad. Right. What's mm. your take on that? Mm. I don't know. Never thought that. No, I never wow. really thought about that. But I do because my mom is a single mom and she has two boys. Mm. Um, and I feel like they should have, this is me personally, they should have had... Um, a dad. A man in the house. Not so much of like our dad or whatever. Just but a yeah, male like a male figure. role, yeah, in the house. Um, to kinda of help them because my mom coddled them so much. But you where, just said it would have to be in the house, so it would mm-hmm. be a dad. Okay, yeah. So a dad figure. Like okay. whatever. Any type of male figure in the home. Um I guess they would need I think it's I don't think it, it would need to be twenty four seven. I feel like if but there are some single moms who do end up with successful black men. Yeah. Um, same thing with black men. It's Any very situation. rare. Yeah, who have a are raising a daughter by themselves. They end up with... So rare. Yeah. <laughs> I see it, though. But <laughs> oh, I feel like um, it depends on 
the parent too, you know, of their parenting skills and what they also know, um, what they bring to the table. Because mm-hmm. you can't end up with a single mom who ain't shit. Hello. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's hard. That's funny because I always think, I always, sorry, I always sorry. think about the way I turned out. And I think I turned out okay without a dad. Mm-hmm. I don't, I think so. I did too. Yeah. Oh, I think we feel the same way about our dads. Like, okay, yeah. he's not here. Who? So. <laughs> oh, no, <okay>. I'm kidding. <laughs> but are you? Uh, yeah, I feel like I turned out okay without mm-hmm. a dad. I don't know if it's because we're women and we had our moms. The mom's supposed to teach the woman. That goes back to the whole gender role things. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I'm still like iffy about that. But for me, when I think about having kids with you, which to be clear, I do want to have kids with you. Okay. Uh, I think about Emma mm-hmm. and how <clears throat> she would feel about this baby having two parents. Mm-hmm. She's like the one that doesn't, you know, like she'll yeah. be the older mm-hmm. kid in the house who I'm going to, sh- I'm going to just be transparent. Mm-hmm. The other day she was like, Oh mommy, why didn't you have, why don't you, do I have a sister? Which she does, but she doesn't know them. So I always tell her no. Because that just complicates things to tell her yes. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, why didn't you have a baby? I want you to have another baby. And I'm like, girl, I'm never ha- you know I don't want to have the baby. I want you to carry the baby. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, why don't you have a baby? And I was like, Kia's going to have a baby for us. And she was like, but you're my mom. Mm. Basically, like, that baby's not going to be her sibling. And she's right. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be directly connected to her. But because, of course... The situation, you know, if it yeah. happens. The so that's something that me and Emma have to build. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that's like Moesha, the, the stepmom. Okay. <laughs> you, you pretty much. No, no, you're, you're on the right track. I feel like that is something that me and Emma have to build, and it's not going to, you know, be an overnight thing. <laughs> and as she gets older, you know, we, I would hope that she, you know, kind of takes me in as, oh, like, he is my stepmom or she's mom. You know, she doesn't even have to say stepmom um, if we ever get to that point. And, of course, adding in another child to the situation would definitely make things more complicated. And I would want her to be like, oh, that's my baby brother or my baby sister instead of, oh, that's Kia's kid. Because <laughs> you know, I'm the way she is now, you yeah. know, she might be like... That's Kia's baby. Mm-hmm. You know, like she, it would take some time for her to adjust to the sister or brother life, you know, because <laughs> she wants it from you. Yeah, and she's an only child, mm-hmm. so she doesn't know how to be a sibling. Mm-mm. I mean, there's Javen, but like Javen doesn't live with us. Mm-mm. So I don't know. That's interesting. I always think about how she would feel, but of course, you know, I struggle with uh, mom guilt. Mm-hmm. And how she would feel about everything. What about Emma? What about Emma? What about Emma? But I think that's healthy too. I don't. I would hope that you wouldn't want to be with somebody who doesn't give a fuck about what their kid thinks or feels. <laughs> like, ah. mm. I mean, there is some parts of that, right? Because it's my life at the end of the day. No offense to Emma, but like, no, yeah, I'm dating you at the end of the day, but not to diss Emma at mm-hmm. all. But, you know, like, I came in the relationship after. Yeah, exactly. So, 
it obviously, you know, if she has an opinion, we need to hear it. Mm-hmm. You get what I mean? But I but mean, that would go with any kid in right, our house, right? Not just Emma. No, but I mean, with you, mm-hmm. I mean, right now, yeah, Emma's opinion Emma is the only counts. one. Yeah, yeah. She's she's <laughs> like she's the B. factor. Yeah. <laughs> she's the she's B. child. Literally the only one bossing our lives most days, telling, you know, uh, commanding the mood in the room. But what do you think the energy in the house would be like with a kid? What kind of parent do you think I would be with in a same-sex marriage? How would you describe me? I don't think your parenting would change. Your parenting is what it is. Do you think it's more traditionally male or female? That's what I'm trying to get at. Because this is about sex, sexual preference, gender roles. I think you're more so the the you're actually in between. Okay. Yeah, I don't think you're you're masculine or you're feminine within like parenting roles. Uh, I think you try to balance it. I don't know if it's because I'm in the room and you're like no, I have like to. you become a like you become assertive in a way. Or you're saying I become more of the dad in the room? Yeah, you do. You, you become more like assertive than like cuddly but then it depends like some nights or days you're you're cuddly and then the other nights you're not I think I think it's because of my situation mm-hmm. like I have to be mom and dad because mm-hmm. she doesn't have dad mm-hmm. but to your point when you're in the room it feels like wow there's another parent in the room who knows what they're doing but is there <laughs> you're right. You're not. You're not obligated. No, no, no. To that's not what I mean. But I mean, like, I feel like if I say something, I have oh, to. Oh, no, cautious. yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's my kid. Yeah. I mean, eventually that would probably change if we mm-hmm. stay together. But as of right now, she has to come back home to me. Mm-hmm. So it still has to be what I say. No offense. No, I get what you're saying. But if I want to give her some gummy bears, you know. No, 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 no. <laughs> See, and that, that is why you know you're more I mean? traditionally the mom because <laughs> yeah. you do I'm just trying to get her some gum. You do it. <laughs> That's it. I just want to get her some you're gum. You're doing what dad has already said not to do. Like, no, you cannot do that. But when you're in the room mm-hmm. to have that, um, yeah, to be a single parent, to have someone in the room that kind of plays that parent role, it helps me... Like it, like it takes a load off, like a load off. Like, okay, there's someone else in the room that could tell Kia what to, uh, could tell. I always mix you guys up. That could tell Emma what to do. And you know, when when you're in your house, when we're in your house, is your rules because it's your house, mm-hmm. and she just has to know these things, like respect people in their home. But earlier to what I said earlier is that your energy, because it's more feminine. Mm-hmm it leaves the space open for a more masculine energy. So I have to be dad. No, you don't. Well, who am I going to be? We can't have two moms. That's who we are. I know, but when we were talking about, like, men needing that male figure, Mm -hmm. she needs a male figure. She don't need the figure so much, but she needs the energy. Mm. I'm not concerned about the physical. I'm concerned about the internal like the disciplinarian, like right. I just don't feel like you will be the disciplinarian in the home. Yes, I can. You are stern. You are stern. I'll give you that. I am. I mean, but you're giving gum. 
and gummy bears when I'm being stern. Gotcha. Like, no, you can't. You got to choose one. <laughs> you can't be stern and be like, here's some gum. Like, you just can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's end it off because now I feel like we're rambling. And before you know, we'll just be flirting on the camera. So, no. to anybody listening who's either in the closet or already in an LGBTQ mm-hmm. plus relationship, what do you say to them? Anything. Say, okay, um, be you. Um, live free. Be cute. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> what do I say to them? I don't know. You, you end it. I don't know. It's not about ending it. It's just about having a clip. <laughs> Are you going to cut that part? I'll cut it if you want to. Okay, yeah, cut it. How do I sound? You sound great. Do I really? Are you keeping this whole thing? I'm keeping everything. <laughs> I'm keeping everything. <laughs> this is sick. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I'm saying to them. What? I'm, I you said, do- oh, no, the be cute. free. Okay, okay. No, not be cute. I was being funny. And now you're saying you're going to you're gonna like keep everything. But anyway, what I would say to people who are either in the closet or just dealing with confliction is at the end of the day when it's all said and done how do you feel not how does this person feel Mm -hmm. about you not how does your family feel about you and I know that especially if you're family oriented like myself Mm -hmm. you will feel all those things Mm -hmm. I think you will always question is that what you would tell yourself yeah I I would tell myself If you love this girl, everyone else is going to love her. Because, baby, I was born with you. <laughs> <laughs> so gay. You know what? <laughs> Happy Pride Month. Uh, shout out to everybody in the LGBTQ plus community. If you're not comfortable there yet, I hope and pray that you get there soon. Remember that God forgives all sins. For those of you that are dealing with religious struggles. And, yeah. When you live your truest, transparent, honest life, there's nothing like it. I've never been, I've never felt more myself than I have then. I've never felt more myself than I do when I'm with you. Like, oh my I God, feel. Cut the camera, we're done. This has to get real, like, teary eyed. No, I'm dead ass. Like, I feel so comfortable. Like, this feels natural to me. So, how mm-hmm. can someone tell me it's a phase? How can someone tell me. I don't love you. Like, I don't... Like, to me, it doesn't make sense. Like, I just do. It's just natural to me. This is how I feel. That's oh <laughs> master. Okay. We're done. But anyway, thank you for watching. <laughs> thank you for listening. If you're watching on YouTube, remember to like, share, subscribe, comment, hit that bell so you get notified for our videos. If you want to see more videos like this or you want to see more videos of Kia. Stop. And they we don't want to see me. I'm out of here. I'm going back to Boston. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about more gay stuff. Um, yeah, subscribe and hit that we button. We can talk about know, more comment. than gay stuff. Uh, that's fine. Okay. But we're not asking for that. Uh, if you're listening to this and not watching this, remember to subscribe anywhere that you can find a podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, whatever. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure you rate and review so that other people can discover this amazing podcast.
podcast. I am your host, Christina Sev, and this is my beautiful special guest, Nakia Jennings. And we're out. (laughs) (laughs) No, you gotta say what Ruben says. You already know what it is.